Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Sports Minutes. Elliot Danka and Ziaul Raushan in today to give you yet more insight as to why sports is related to life. And I'm sure a lot of wives are trying to understand this. <laughs> wow, you brought your rap game this uh, Monday. <laughs> but it's interesting. I'm sure a lot of you would have heard uh, your male partners um, discuss this thing called VAR very often. And it's something that's divided opinion. It's something that's even caused arguments. Yeah, it certainly has. I'm sure all uh, women can relate. Their men or their male partners or any males in their family screaming at the television VAR, VAR. Mm. And it's a lot to understand. It's quite new. It's a fairly new phenomenon. And it's basically a video assistant referee where the referee has an assistant who's using technology to help them make decisions that they may have missed. And it's added a different layer of accountability to the game, I can say. It's got the ability to overturn decisions that are made on the field by the referee. Um, You are able to do on-field review. So sometimes you would see a referee go towards a big TV screen and he's looking very closely, right? So basically, uh, for a lack of better choice of words, VAR basically is look at the replay. Yeah, it essentially is. I think uh, it was inevitable with the way broadcast was going and video technology was improving that it would have a knock-on effect in terms of helping referees because in years gone by, we have seen decisions made in real time that are wrong, that have missed mm. the, the the injustice that was served in a foul or in any other incident. So I think the video assistant referee serves to add a layer of accountability as well as not running away from things that you potentially can get punished for or uh, you know get into trouble for. Mm. So it all started in the 2018 World Cup. That was where we really saw it come to light. We even had the former boss of FIFA, Seth Blatter, criticize it, saying that uh, it kind of destroys the excitement and uh, unpredictability of football. Uh, before we try to apply this to life, Rush, and I wanted to get your thoughts. I mean, how do you feel about VAR? Look, there's not a lot of things I'm going to agree with Seth Blatter on, and this certainly isn't one of it. I, I feel it does let add that layer of accountability, as I alluded to earlier. But also, I feel it does crank up the excitement, if anything, because your nerves are jangling at a certain yeah. point. Like last night, I watched Marcus Rashford score a goal, his second goal for Manchester United and second goal of the night. And there was VAR mm. drama because mm. they had to confirm if it was offside or not. And trust me, it was super marginal. But you're just holding on to their life. Please, 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 let it be a goal. Let it be a goal. And then <laughs> it, 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 it cranks up, cranks up, cranks up. And then the decision comes through. So if anything, it adds a layer of excitement. I think when it initially came along, I was slightly averse to it in terms of okay. I was very traditionalist. I said, no, yeah, yeah. don't let technology ruin the game. Let it be. But I must say, many years later, I'm fully for the VAR purely because it's black or white. There's no more grey anymore. I feel like it allows us to participate in the match because during a match before VAR, when we look at the replay, we start arguing with the TV, right? But now we're arguing, okay, confirm. This one, VAR, confirm. is a goal, is a goal. And yeah. it's even more fun when it's so obvious and the referee disagrees with VAR, then, you know, all that emotion. But that's sport. That's, that's, that's spectatorship uh, in, in that sense. It certainly is. I think, to your point, it gives us so much more to discuss and talk about because yeah. now we are privy to those certain angle replays and then we feel like 
we know the rule book. To some extent, we do, but obviously, we're not yeah. paid referees, paid professionals. Yeah. So we leave it to the experts. But hey, even the ex- experts are culpable to mistakes sometimes. We'll get to those mistakes and the cost of those mistakes in just a while. But imagine this, all right? You're at the office, right? Uh, I suppose, in, in a sense, have you ever been in this situation where you you know your colleague has made a mistake? And you are deciding, you know what, do I speak to the colleague nicely or because the whole world is involved? Fine, I'll send that that email, right? That proof that this Mm. person has made a mistake. This person has done something contrary to what he or she was told in an email or he or she agreed to in an email. It's a difficult situation because we are also in the business of managing relationships. But it's a bit like adding receipts to your conversations almost. <laughs> you, you were formerly a law student, I believe, Elliot. So you would understand this, bringing evidence to the argument, right? You almost want to back your claim up with yeah. either something that's written or something that was said. And in our line of work as well, in terms of managing a studio, sometimes you may leave your mic hot or you may not switch on your co-anchor's <laughs> mic and then that can become something. So perhaps yeah. there needs to be VAR where you can go to a camera in the studio and, and see whether who actually committed the mistake. But just a yeah. quick point to make it even more relatable. I do think okay. we already employ VAR on a daily basis. Think about it. You're driving a car. You have a camera mm. on your dashboard. Unfortunately, mm. you bump into someone's rear end or someone bumps into your rear end then you have the camera replay to go back to to prove yeah. whose mistake it was. So in some level, that is the video assistant referee. It gives you photographic or videographic proof that the mistake was made by so-and-so rather than so-and-so. So I think there needs to be a certain sense of, I go back to my point about accountability and when it's caught yeah. on camera, you can't really lie, can you? Now, imagine if this was employed in an even more sensitive arena, uh, the husband and wife relationship. Oof. Okay, as husbands, let's face it, you come across a situation where something gets brought up from 10,000 years ago and you're standing there, if you're experienced enough, you would go, you know what, don't argue this situation. Just let the frustration come out. It's okay. It's part of, again, relationship management. We all do it and and it's not centric to male or female. We all do it, okay? Now, imagine if there was a video assistant replay, video assistant referee for such scenarios to prove these claims at first glance you think oh yeah it's going to make relationships better right but no eh? I think it'll cause even more arguments (laughs) yeah we talked about things being black and white with VAR right I think certain things in relationships need to be a bit grey just to help the sanity of both the parties involved and but to answer your question imagine sometimes I'm sure you've been in this situation before where you are in a full-blown argument with your partner Mm. and it rambles Mm. on right for 30 minutes But then you forget what started the argument. So maybe then having the video assistant referee will help go back to the crux of the matter and say, actually, we started with A. We've ended up in Q now. Perhaps we should address A. You know what I mean? There will be some uh, references to go back to in terms Mm. of not Mm. just who did what, but wait, wait, wait. Why are we even starting this conversation in the first place? And it is a very slippery slope if they are employed in relationships, I would think. I swallow every legal or I, I used to be a government investigator, every aspect of those instincts, not just in relationships, but in relationships in the office or parents or whatever, because what's the point, right? This is relationship building. But I like your point and it kind of brings us to a wider sort of discussion where it's useful if you use it the right way and not for every single little thing, just like the accident dash cam type of thing. It's there to help make your life better. It doesn't mean it needs to always be used, especially in sport, right? It's meant to Mm. add a layer of 
anything that the referee has missed. So the first right of refusal still has to go to the person assigned to officiate a certain sporting event, but it's there to help in case something is missed. So I think we need to remember that it's not the number one reference. It's there mm. in case something is missed. And I think that's important because ultimately you want the power to fall in the place of the person assigned to make that call, the referee or the umpire or the judge yeah. in a situation. Yeah. But because there is the element of human error, I think it's there to negate human error as much as possible. Therein is 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 another issue, right? Because since the start of VAR and not applying it to our life examples, uh, those are slippery slopes there. <laughs> I think as sports fans, we've become too... I don't know if reliant is the right word, but th- there is that expectation at, that hey, this is supposed to make the game better, but we're thinking this is supposed to make the game perfect. Yeah, I think I think that that expectation is what almost is wrong. It kills the yeah. excitement. I think if yeah. you, the game becomes perfect, then me and you might be out of the job because we won't have talking points to discuss, to talk about. And similarly, the, the football sphere, the ecosystem that involves the pundits, the experts and everyone, they might not have too many discuss, discussion points. And there's no excitement in something being mm. perfect, right? It's it still to some level gives you talking points. And I think when people realize that, yes, the technology is there and it's a bit meant to make things as perfect as possible, it's still employed by human beings. Now, I do wonder if eventually in the next 10, 15 years, something like ChatGPT might be making the VAR calls and then that might oh. be anything close to perfection. But again, that's artificial intelligence and we are not exactly sure where that is going at this very point it's still human beings conducting yeah. the calls with the help of technology so inevitably there are going to be human elements to these calls Raushan, you just evaded a few rabbit holes there well done i gotta say <laughs> um over the weekend we saw lee mason a former premier league referee he's now no longer going to act as uh, var in the premier league after it was confirmed that he left his post by mutual consent the problem here was uh responsible for failure to disallow brentford's goal at arsenal uh therefore arsenal losing points uh in their race or to to be title winners uh, of the premier league first time in god knows how many years uh you were at a game and and now it's come home, Singapore Premier League, where over the weekend, VAR was used. The VAR made its uh, debut at, in the Singapore Premier League over the weekend, and I was fortunate enough to be at the stadium as uh, Haugang United played Albrecht's Nigata. Look, I, at first, my initial thoughts on VAR being employed in Singapore, my initial reaction to this when the news broke was, why? Because <laughs> I personally, for one, I'm going to say this on air, I don't think the league is where it's at for VAR to now come in. I felt, I was in the camp, that the money spent on VAR, the effort spent on VAR could have been force-fed to other aspects of the local game to grow it. But, lo and behold, after 90 minutes yesterday, I must say, VAR was used and used very, very well because two incidences in the first half were correctly disallowed using VAR. Both of Albrecht's goals were given after consulting with VAR. So certainly... Technology has helped in terms of getting those calls right. And one word I've used a lot throughout this conversation is accountability. And that's not something I often associate with the Singapore Mm. FA. But I must say, with VAR, there's going to be plenty of accountability for these decisions. Because, yes, we talk about the Premier League example where Lee Mason has had to leave his job. In Singapore, the pool of professional referees is nowhere close to the English Premier League level. There are very little Premier League uh, 
Singapore Premier League professional referees. So yeah. then, what can we do to make their job better because they are under so much strain? I guess that's where technology is the answer and it was good to see. But having said that, hand on heart, there will be teething issues. There will be many different ways VAR calls might be right or wrong as the Singapore Premier League season goes on. But as far as debuts go, I thought it was a good one yesterday. So it's quite interesting, right? It's almost as if Singapore is using VAR the right way, where technology is helping a lack of manpower. But at the same time, we have seen VAR take uh, center stage in that entertainment point of view, that fans' expectation. Therefore, people start questioning, hey, why are you put this for? It's not like you're filling up the stadium in the Singapore Premier League. Right? So what's, hmm. what's the excitement all about? But the truth is, like you said, there is a lack of supply, lack of referees. Exactly. So hopefully, because there's the VAR element, younger referees can be bedded into the game, not say to be thrown onto the pitch. Yeah. They can be bedded in as VAR assistants to work in the control room to help the referees. And then that will help on-job training almost, right? And that will help grow the pool of referees eventually. And I just want to add a final point. Singapore is not just doing this for the Singapore Premier League or for local football to get better. Singapore being Singapore, they are very smart. They are looking at the mm. bigger picture. And they know if they employ VAR well then the professional referees in Singapore will become more viable for other tournaments. So you can fly exactly. Singapore's flags on the global stage. Right now, we only have Taki, who's Singapore's best referee, representing us at the World Cup. If you continue to equip your Singaporean referees with these tools, they are more viable and they can fly the flag on the international stage. So again, there are layers to this. And I think as much as I was a naysayer from the start, having watched it for myself and read the reports and understood it a bit better, I stand corrected and I think... It is for the betterment of not just local football, but others involved in the local football fraternity. But we still stand on no VAR in relationships, yeah? No, 100%. Never, never. I, I, if I usually let my wife listen to most of the podcasts I do with you. This one, it's okay. Today, no recording? No, no, there was no recording today. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.